This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm Frank Morano. By now, you have probably heard the news that New York State's budget deadline of April 1st has come and gone, and the governor has signed a budget extender to keep government running until April 10th, even though they don't have a final deal on a budget. I have no problem with that. I would much rather have a budget that's nine days late or nine weeks late or nine months late than a bad budget, which is exactly what the state legislature is trying to implement. But understand what's going on here. I've been focusing a great deal in these budget talks on the public policy implications, namely the cashless bail issue, the raising taxes on the rich issue, and a bunch of others. But there is significant budgetary issues at play here as well. Imagine that, talking about the budget when you're talking about the budget. In New York, that usually doesn't happen. But as New York lawmakers are deciding how to spend literally billions of dollars, which they're doing right now. They control a whole lot of money, some of which is going to be used to enrich private sector industries. As they're doing that, they're making time for fundraising. At least 21 state lawmakers held fundraisers during budget season, and as you might imagine, government watchdogs are pretty ticked off about it. So this is an unofficial count done by city and state and they found that at least not not the maximum, but at least 21 lawmakers held fundraising events right in Albany during the month of March. One of the busiest times of the year in state government yet they still found the time to beg special interests for money. Why are they doing this and why are people going? Well, it is that old adage from Willie Sutton when asked why he robbed banks. It's where the money is. These special interests, these donors know that these state legislators are about to parcel out billions and they want their cut. This system stinks and I think it needs some reform. Beam me up! To be continued. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm Frank Morano. Are you aware that New Yorkers are supposed to have the right to free access and instruction to at least 17 of our city's most prominent 
museums, zoos, botanical gardens, performance arts, and science centers, even aquariums. And unfortunately, this law is being ignored. I just learned about this thanks to a new group called Free Admission. You can check out their website at nyers, N-Y-E-R-S, freeadmission.org. Were you aware that New Yorkers have the right written in-state law, contracts, and leases to be admitted for free to 17 museums, zoos, etc., etc., as long as they're situated on New York City parkland? In return, these institutions receive rent-free use of public parkland and buildings as well as additional subsidies. These subsidies that the taxpayers are giving them are worth about a billion dollars annually. However, However, the facts of New Yorkers' rights are sometimes ambiguous because our city leaders over the last 150 years have obscured these provisions of controlling laws and contracts. So I'm glad this group, Free Admission, has launched this campaign, which is trying to raise awareness about our rights and about the free access that we have, and they're trying to make sure that these laws are being followed. Museums like the American Museum of Natural History, the Metropolitan Museum of Art, the Brooklyn Museum, gardens like the New York Botanical Garden, Brooklyn Botanical Garden, the New York Hall of Science, Brooklyn Academy of Music. Our city leaders really ought to get with the program on this. Make sure New Yorkers are aware that they don't have to pay because we're already giving a whole bunch of money to these institutions. If you want to make a voluntary contribution, that's your business. But New Yorkers should be able to have the right to access these institutions for free, as the law says. Beam me up! To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. Dateline, Union County, New Jersey. The county is actually considering a change to its official seal. I don't know if you've ever seen the seal of Union County, New Jersey, but it depicts a Revolutionary War era figure by the name of Hannah Caldwell being murdered by a British soldier. The idea, confirmed by the Union County Commissioner's chairperson, has met with a great deal of opposition from historical groups in Union Township, the area where the murder took place. See, Hannah Caldwell was the wife of the Reverend James Caldwell, who was with the Elizabethtown Presbyterian Church and chaplain to the 3rd New Jersey Regiment, who, according to the Union Township Historical Society, spoke out vehemently against King George III and the British government's policies of Taxation without representation, unfair religious laws, limited public speech, that kind of thing. A British soldier fired his musket at her as she sheltered inside the parsonage June 7th, 1780 battle in the township, which was then known as Connecticut Farms. Seconds after being shot, she lay dead on her bed. That's what the seal depicts. So now the county is in talks about possibly updating the current county seal. And I think that that would be a terrible mistake. The picture is an artist's dramatization of this significant historical event. Barbara Lamort, president of the Union Township Historical Society, she argued against changing the seal. She said, and I think she's right, she told News 12, because she died, more young men and teenage boys enlisted in the New Jersey militia, and that made a difference. I completely agree. Hannah Caldwell on Union County Seal promotes heritage tourism, and it promotes 
history. It might promote somebody to actually go and learn about New Jersey's role in the American Revolution. Why would we change this after all this time? Leave the seal as it is and don't fix what ain't broke. Beam me up! To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. Governor Ron DeSantis was out on Long Island this past weekend promoting his book and doing his book tour. And I think that's great. I think we want more major presidential candidates and potential presidential candidates coming to the New York area, listening to New Yorkers, meeting New Yorkers. I'm all for that. And hundreds of people attended this book signing event out on Long Island Saturday. He was promoting his book, The Courage to Be Free, along with Nassau County Executive Bruce Blakeman. Here's the issue here. They were promoting it and doing this whole political event at the Cradle of Aviation Museum in Garden City. People who wanted to see him lined up outside the museum up to three hours before the book signing event. He was also greeted by dozens of Trump supporters who showed up as well to protest DeSantis, saying, go home, DeSantis, go home, or go Trump, that kind of a thing. Well, if you listen to their remarks there, both DeSantis and Blakeman, they both spoke basically giving campaign-style speeches. It was blatantly political. It wasn't really much of a book promotion. It was all about promoting them as political figures and their whole political brand. I have been to a lot of book signings over the years in places like bookstores, not in a Nassau County facility, which is what the Aviation Museum is. And county employees were paid for using taxpayer money. Museum employees and the drivers for some of the county officials were paid for by the taxpayers. So essentially, you have the taxpayers subsidizing two political speeches by DeSantis and Blakeman. Now, I have nothing against DeSantis or Blakeman, but if they're going to give a political speech or give a speech benefiting DeSantis's book, do it in a bookstore. I'm sure there are plenty of bookstores out on Long Island that would have been happy to host them. Don't make the taxpayers foot the bill for your political propaganda. Beam me up! To be continued.